Welcome to Faith Backstage. Joey James here. So excited to have you guys here. I've got quite the conversation for you today. Really excited to bring you this one. This is a different conversation than I usually have on this show. Um, Something I've been wanting to do lately is move a little bit more topical with the conversations and the episodes that I am putting out. And today is definitely an instance of that. Um, I invited my friend Ronnie on to have a conversation that really initially started with us chatting about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial that wrapped up um, about a week ago. And it really, what was so cool about this conversation is it really went to a gospel place really quickly. It ended up with us talking about these ideas of grace and truth and how do we know truth and how do we extend grace to people who don't deserve it and what does the gospel mean for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and all of the conversations that have come up over the past couple weeks as a result of this trial. Um, Super glad that I got to be joined by Ronnie for this conversation. Uh, You're going to see she is just someone that God has gifted with a ton of wisdom. She has a beautiful balance of trying to understand both sides and sympathize with both sides and understand um, where people who have different opinions are coming from while also standing firm in truth and being committed to truth and the things that she feels convicted about. Um, So I'm really excited to get to include you guys in the conversation. You know, I'm never trying to have the last word on this show. I'm never trying to tell you how the things are. My heart, my desire really is to just start the conversation that you would then continue um, either with friends or maybe just on your own and your own thoughts. Um, But I really want to hear what you guys think about the topics that I'm covering on this show, um, get feedback from you, hear maybe things that you feel like we didn't really consider, an idea or an opinion that we didn't really present fairly or something that it maybe seems like we didn't totally consider. Um, so when I post about the episode on Instagram, you can feel free to drop a comment there. You can DM me on Instagram. I also have an email set up, faithbackstage at joeyrjames.com. I really want to hear what you guys are thinking, what your thoughts are. Um, I want it to feel like you are part of the conversation, even though it's just me and Ronnie sitting here. Um, I'd love to uh, include you in this and and hear anything that you have to say um, that comes up in your mind or your heart as a result of listening to this show. So thank you for listening. And let's go now to my conversation with Ronnie. So I'm joined right now by a good friend of mine, though, a newer friend of mine, uh, full name, Rania Shasumi. How are you, Ronnie? <laughs> it's a pleasure. So good to have you. Um, we shot a wedding a few a we few did. months ago, or a few weeks ago. It, it's only been a little while. Was it May 6th? May 6th? Wow, yeah. good memory. Thank That's you. amazing. So it's been about a month. Um, it was a great wedding. It was lovely. Yeah. There was no shade. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so hot. We were sweating yeah. profusely by the end of it. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, the next day, it was in it was in San Diego, yeah. and uh, we went to uh, we went to breakfast mm-hmm. at Snooze. Had a lovely breakfast together yeah. with uh, my wife Sam mm-hmm. and uh, Amanda. Yeah. was there. We had a great conversation. And as uh, you were leaving uh, to do the drive back up, you were like, "I'm going to be listening to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial yeah. <laughs> on my way back." And I was like, "Wow, you're <laughs> committed to this." I am. <laughs> um. And so it just got me thinking about that. And then I I called you and I was like, what are your, I think after the verdict came out, Mm -hmm. I called you and I was like, what are your thoughts on this? This is so interesting. Everybody's upset in different directions about this. Um, And so I thought it'd be interesting to have a, a, a chat on this show about that. And kind of, I was thinking about it kind of from a faith perspective, where God's at in it, what God even would think of it if we should even care about it as Christians, if it's something that we should just look the other way from, if if, uh, we should be engaging in conversations like this. Um, So I wanted to start by asking, 
what initially got you interested in the trial? Yeah. Why were you like drawn to it as something that you wanted to engage in and like listening to it right. that much? Like yeah. like just straight up listening to the trial taking yeah. place. Because I, I was listening to like clips, clips like whatever yeah. came up on TikTok or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I was seeing memes about it, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. Um, but what, what got you uh, interested in it to begin with? Well, okay, so uh, if we, I'll go backwards in time. So okay. what got me interested in trial or why I listened to it so much. I obviously just did not listen to the whole trial. I know there are people who like would watch the live stream, people who showed up at the court. I obviously wow. didn't do that. Yeah. Um, but truly my motivation was I was in school at the time and I needed something to just have on in the background. Mm. That would be, you know, interesting enough that I wasn't just like zoning out, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, was kind of monotone. <laughs> enough yeah. that I could I could do my schoolwork while I was um listening um so that was that was something because and because these trials were like eight hours long mm -hmm. I had plenty of you know plenty of uh, material to work with yeah. <laughs> there. but what actually got me interested in this trial specifically because there's a lot of different trials going on was well first of all it's Johnny Depp yes cultural icon <laughs> hello legend uh, teen heartthrob of what the nineties or whatever, which I was not around for. But yeah, me you know, either. I, I was pirates enough. era Johnny Depp. Oh yes, was, was my Johnny Depp. Oh, Into yeah. the woods. He was in Into the Woods mm -hmm. as the wolf. I will say I did go back and watch um, What's Eating Gilbert Gray. Oh sure. And yeah. Crybaby. Yeah. Fantastic movies. But I just think whenever there's a celebrity who I care about, I suppose. Yeah. Um, that has such. Uh, heinous things yeah. kind of like t touted against them i i my ears perk up and i i mean at first i'm sure it was kind of at my my fault where i go johnny could never there's <laughs> no way not my johnny yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then i really was like no actually this is a really serious accusation and if he did do these things that's awful yeah um and so, you know, that's what piqued my attention. Another thing, another reason that my attention was piqued was because I guess, it, you know, it was around the whole Me Too thing. Yes. A lot of celebrities were being accused of things. And I'm like, OK, this is getting a little crazy. Yeah. Not that these things don't happen. Not that yeah. a lot of things don't fly under the radar. But I was like, OK, like I know Justin Bieber was in there. Really? Um, I didn't yeah. know that. Ansel Elgort was in there. Yes. Um, and then Johnny Depp. And I was like, OK. I mean, obviously others, but Johnny Depp. I was like, OK, this is interesting. Um, I know there's the believe all victims thing, but like what's actually going on? Yeah. Um, there are also male victims. And I had at that time managed to come across the audio tapes. They have been out for years and people have been analyzing those tapes for years. Um, and so when I heard the accusations and when I saw that there were tapes, I was like, okay, let's give those a listen. Mm. And when I heard the discourse between Johnny and Amber, I was like, Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. he doesn't sound like the one perpetrating most of this yeah uh and he sounds like a victim and even if he isn't the way he wants to go about this sounds a lot more humane i guess than yeah. amber does he wanted to there was a part in the tapes where he just he essentially was saying, like, I don't want to take this to court. Like, can we just mm. settle this privately, yeah. you know, outside of the public eye? Think of the children. Like, he didn't <laughs> say it like that, but yeah, it was, sure. you know, he was like, think of the children. And I was like, dang, and Amber is just not not having it. Yeah. So anyway, 
um, yeah, that's what initially got me interested in this. And I think um, especially when it comes to men being victims of domestic violence, most people mm. don't. We kind of don't take it as seriously as we should. It, it is a big issue. You know, yeah. if you're inflicting it's interesting. Sorry, kind of maybe side tangent. Oh, yeah. But it's interesting how, you know, get on guys for like not being good men, kind of, you know, the whole like hashtag men are trash kind of thing mm -hmm. going on. Um, but then, you know, we forget that men are also abused. Men also yeah. go through, even if it isn't as traumatic as abuse. Um, I don't know. I, I guess you could speak to this in terms of like men processing their emotions as kids. Mm. There are a lot of things that they go through that would lead to them becoming the the villains of many women's stories. Wow. Like they don't just yeah. turn up as bad guys. I mean, I'm sure some of them do. Yeah. Um, but most of those probably have some kind of like neurological thing going on. Yeah. Um, but in terms of just a guy that you'll run into on the street who mistreats a woman either verbally, physically, whatever. Yeah. He didn't just start like that. You what, know? what? Yeah. What is it that led there? Yeah. Like what, mm -hmm. what um, potential abuses is in his life? Mm -hmm could have led to him being abusive, which doesn't excuse not, it. Yes. But yeah. I think it's a, a really fair it's thing really to talk about. Thing. And I think it's funny because on the way here, I was thinking of how I can phrase this thought because something I've noticed is that when people start, so I like I like murder mysteries okay. and like crime podcasts. I try not to listen to those a lot though because, you know, you want to keep your heart healthy and your <laughs> yes. mind healthy and not desensitize yourself to things like that. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that a lot of people, the moment you talk about like a murderer's past mm. or an abuser's past or the things that kind of give the give the social um, context for why they are the way mm -hmm. they are. They go, you can't that's not you can't excuse what they did. That's not an excuse. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. There are like other scenarios where people are like, you know, using the backstory for someone or something as yeah. something that can be dismissed because if it in their eyes is not dismissed, it uh, lightens the weight or the gravity of what they did. Mm. And that's not true. We just, we don't handle context very well. Yeah. Um, is something that I've yeah. noticed. There's, there's a movie that was made about the life of Adolf Hitler mm. in his past. And mm -hmm. people were upset. Like you can't, you right. can't humanize right. Hitler. Like right. I mean, kind of like we need him to be, be a monster bit, right and he's like i'm not trying to invalidate the fact that hitler was a monster i'm actually trying to show that any of us Can are be, capable yeah yeah you know depending on what happens to us and the, and the small little decisions mm -hmm. that we make that can lead us in one direction or another and yeah. so it's it's an acknowledgement right um and yeah we talked about that tension of like excusing someone mm -hmm. versus just like, I guess having, is it sympathy, empathy? Like I always get the two confused. I know sympathy is probably more, um, sep like you're more separate. I think empathy is where you can, where you can like relate and sympathy is just feeling. I don't think our culture wants us to have either sympathy or empathy for people that have been officially deemed bad people by like culture's norms. Yeah. They, I, they, we yeah. need the bad guys to, to be the be bad, bad guys. guys. Yeah people really don't know how to balance humanizing someone mm. with becoming the villain. And that's either, I won't, okay, I won't diagnose, but I, I will say it's either because you yourself cannot conceptualize 
having your inner monologue, knowing the motivations for your actions mm. and also being deemed the villain. Or you cannot understand the concept of grace, especially wow. godly grace. God sees us in all of our funk and still yeah. says, you are worthy of love. I do not excuse what you did. You will still deal with the consequences of your actions, depending yeah. on what they are, you know. Um, but that does not take away from the fact that you are still a, a person yeah. and still a person who's capable of change. I said mm -hmm. that close to the mic because a lot of people <laughs> do not think that people can change. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people, it's kind of like, I think we talked about the whole black and white thing. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people struggle with the gray. Yeah. Like this person is good or this person is bad. Yeah. And if you say, well, yes, they're bad, but like, here's why. Yeah they go and like short circuit because they can't yeah. they can't hold the two truths of someone being what is it like a good person who's done bad things or a bad person right. capable of good they, they like can't and i think that is probably why hitler comes up so much as a cliche yeah is it's like he's yeah. kind of the one figure the mm -hmm. one idea not, yeah. not even a person like an yeah. idea that we can all seem to agree on yeah like as being bad bad like this is as far on the black and white spectrum right. this is as far right. this way as we can go and then like you know mother Teresa is right. like as far really in the other good. direction right. that you can get it's like mother right. Teresa's never done anything wrong right. um and yeah it, it, it's hard um the humanizing thing is hard because it 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 forces you to acknowledge really the problem of evil mm-hmm the, the that reality mm, of yeah. all of us being capable and there being mm -hmm. sin in all of our hearts yeah um which nobody wants to grapple yeah. with we want to yeah. believe that we are good people yeah. that do bad things right and that you know it's a it's a fluke it's an anomaly mm -hmm. when there's a mass shooting someone right. has clearly done so many right. bad things that they right. are now a bad person right who who even knows if they're capable of, of doing good, good things right. anymore right um it's yeah. so funny because i find myself in conversations like that more often than i thought i would where someone goes do you can you believe this thing just happened like i could never and i go well i could <laughs> not that i not that that's a fun thing to admit yeah, not that yeah that's yeah. a fun thing to you know but i i'm also just honest with myself i'm like okay if i for instance like a lot of serial killers have super messed up past. And actually a lot of them have like some kind of head trauma in common, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. So I go, okay, if I was born to an abusive household, had head trauma from a young age and was not properly socialized into society because especially back, you know, in the 1900s, I say that like that was so far away, <laughs> the 1800s, things like yeah. that, where um, psychology and like psychiatry was not as, developed and or talked sure. about as it is today yeah where would i be <laughs> or if, yeah. if you'd been suppressing i mean people it's so funny because it's all uh it's all relative right yeah. so people go i could never kill someone but they will be petty for the smallest reasons yeah the amount of tiktoks that i've seen that especially when it comes to relationship like this guy did this and so i keyed his car whoa whoa yeah. whoa 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 <laughs> like what yeah like okay of course that's not on the same level as you know committing an actual well i think keying someone's car maybe is a crime but <laughs> <laughs> committing a like morally a, a serious, it's not on the same level. right yeah, yeah committing a serious crime that is a prime example of I suppressed, I suppressed, I suppressed, or I d yeah. didn't deal, didn't deal, didn't deal, and then yeah. I exploded. Yeah, that's, that's what it is, just on different scales. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, we all have the capacity to uh, do 
bad things or even heinous things. Um, some have, you know, a more predisposed kind of like, can, you know, past um, yeah. that would lead up to that or, or predisposed condition that would lead them to that path. But yeah. ultimately, I think being able to admit that you can, you you can, you are susceptible, you aren't impervious yeah. to the influence of evil or you aren't impervious to the e the influence of anger or sadness yeah. um, helps us not to be as judgmental because judgment comes from a place of you going, well, I could never do Absolutely. such a thing. And then you like wag your finger at the other person, like, how could you? Yeah. Um, and so if we're able to go, Ooh, well, given the right circumstances, right. I definitely could. My mom always says, like, I'm a, my mom is a very sweet person, but she goes, if anyone tried to touch my babies, mm. it would be the Lord that is stopping me from running them over. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. She's like, and I think a lot of parents would say that, like, sure. I'm a good person, but if you touch my kids, who knows? That's it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, yes, I agree. But yeah. also there goes that, you know, yeah. that contextual. Yeah. Relevance. John Mulaney has a really funny bit where yeah. he starts up. He actually talks about watching like murder documentaries yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, I always was like, how could a, a person murder another mm -hmm. person? And then he goes, and then I got cheated on and I was right. like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Like I understand. It's like I'm not going to do it, but I totally yeah. get it. You know, right and it's like place, until right you've time. been put in a scenario mm -hmm. where like, oh, I, yeah. I am having this feeling now mm -hmm. of like, I, I can see how you could end up there. Exactly. Especially in, in the heat of the moment. And that's yes. why in our country we try people differently depending on whether it's premeditated exactly. or in the, the heat of, of the moment. Yeah. Um, why do you think our culture was so invested in and interested in this trial? It's Johnny Depp. As John, do you think it's, it's, you think it's, it's just like Johnny Depp? I think that's what caught people's eyes. I will say that isn't enough. I think it also was the fact that it was, you know, it almost advertised kind of yeah. um, like, oh, there's this big trial going on with these two big celebrities or like one really big celebrity and one like kind of big celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I think also it's a man taking a woman to trial. Wow, yeah. Granted, this is important. This is something I was telling my friends. He didn't take her to trial for abuse. He took her to trial for defamation. But the crux of the argument was, you think I'm an abuser? Bro. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's a big, that's a big thing for our culture. Like, again, yeah. there are people like me and you and, you know, a few like smaller, like smaller voices who go, yo, male violence, you know, ma uh, violence against men still exists. Um, and we should take that seriously. Yeah. But that is nowhere near as loud as the voice that goes, believe all women, women are the victims, women get abused. And, you know, yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. And I think yeah. everything we're seeing now is just the the consequence of having suppressed and oppressed women for like the majority of our existence yeah. historically. And so it's all coming out now. We're seeing the pendulum. We're seeing, swing. we're seeing the pendulum, not, sw not even swing, like do loop. De -loops. <laughs> that pendulum is all over the place. That's funny. Um, but I think this is a big moment for men. And I think this is a big moment for domestic, uh, abuse cases or yeah. was cause it, you know, it's come and gone now. Yeah. Um, except there's rumors that Amber might try to appeal. I just heard that. I'm like, bro. I, I don't. Think, I don't think Johnny's gonna take. <laughs> no, he sh as he should. That's not why he did it. <laughs> right, and Amber also should just. Okay, 
I'm go- I'm trying not to like be internet here, but like yeah. take the L, like take, uh, yeah, yeah. take the loss, and move on. Like mm. you, you're saying you like in the trial. She said she's like all I want to do is move on. I want us to move on. So why appeal? Mm. Why bring it back again mm. for the third time? Um, I mean, unless you really, really, really believe that you're a victim, but like. Yeah, I, I, one of the things I wanted to touch yeah. on was like, what is her motivation in this? Like, what are some yeah. of the factors that are like contributing to her wanting to even? Yeah. To, I mean, if he's taking her to trial, then she doesn't necessarily have a choice. Right. Um, but but she does, as far as like actually going through with an entire right. you know months and months right. of, of deliberation and, and whatnot. Not deliberation, but whatever you call the right the, the yeah process. Try, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> proceedings. Um, I a lot of people go money. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's just because she dated him and then got you know acting roles and then dated elon musk after and then i don't know like let's just go with this story is 100 percent true right from whose perspective from his perspective okay uh if she's an abuser and she's been taken to court and she's getting away from the person that she is like obsessed with Mm. her motivation is to get him back or to win to win and be like i'm not the abuser and continue to like gaslight or whatever her victim like that you know whatever yeah um but ultimately i i don't i don't know what this is such an interesting not end point but moment on the journey that started i think in 2017 with the me did me too start in 2017 i think 2017 was harvey weinstein i think that was kind of the first like big one yeah at least is when it was revamped Revamped. Yeah, apparently it started in 2006. Oh, okay. But I think the the Me Too as the we Me know Too, it. Yeah, yeah. The, Me, the Me Too as we know it yeah. is 2017. I think it's so interesting to me because I think back then there were some really big ones. Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein, I think, was the initiating mm-hmm. one, the really big one. And when I think a lot of people... I'm sorry? When did Cosby happen? Oh, that was a little earlier. Earlier? Okay, that might have been like 14 or 15. Might have been a few years remember. earlier. I think, I just, I, I think the hashtag, the movement, it being a big thing right, in culture. Right. It was um, the uh, the time person of the year was the whistleblowers like that mm-hmm. year, like all the all the women who who stood mm-hmm. up against mm-hmm. um, these different figures. And I think a lot of people, you look at someone like Harvey Weinstein, and you're like, okay, I'm really glad that justice is being right. served. Like, praise Women God. Like, <laughs> this, this is good that this is happening. Right. Um, our society. Um, and I'm not, I'm not coming at this from necessarily a faith perspective at this point, but we, we live in a patriarch, we've lived in a patriarchal society for so long. Um, I'm not weighing in on that as far as like faith in in my my faith goes, but you can't deny we've lived in a patriarchal society. Um, and I think our society has allowed, has, has made, um, the space Mm. for men to be able to get away with these things for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's important that we're moving past that yeah but there is that lingering question of like yeah because of that because that's our background do we now in 2022 need to believe any victim believe any woman and i don't know the answer to that question it was kind of like when i was watching it all go down i was like sheesh wow that's It's it's unfortunate. Like we, especially women, we carry around like not the stats. I'm not carrying walking around with numbers in my head, but yeah. we kind of walk around with like yeah. Most women like there's a reason generally that women are nervous to walk alone at night. There is a, a very reason, valid reason generally. You know, um, there's a reason generally when we're in a room full of men, we go maybe a little, uh, L- you know. little much, yeah, <laughs> a little intimidating, yeah. Um, 
There's something but, very intimidating about a pack of men. Oh, that is. <laughs> but, but again, that kind of, I feel like that's just like a natural thing. Like men yeah. typically, or like males typically in nature are made to be, I don't want to say aggressive, not in a bad way, but yeah. like these present, like hold presence. I remember, mm. sorry, this is a off topic, but so I love music and I, my friend um, and I went to see an opera. Okay. And I was like, wow, yes, this is my moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. And I remember that the opera, I can't remember what it was. It was some Italian thing. Opened with um, a male side of the choir and a female side of the choir, like mm. doing separate parts. And when I tell you, I was almost brought to tears by the men mm. because there was such power in mm. their voices. Like, obviously it was like soft and delicate because, you know, it was opera, yeah. like whatever. But I was like... This is heaven. This is heaven. It's the dichotomy of the, the the masculine and the feminine being the feminine being very, you know, high. And uh, there's almost this even though there was power behind their voices, there was still like a, a warmth to it, yeah. like a delicateness to it. And the men coming and being like, oh, <laughs> and you just go like there is a weight to it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like. I don't know. Anyway, you can't say it these days, but there's just something different about gender. There is, you're, you're like there you're not allowed is, to say that, and it's okay. I, and I don't understand why that is so wrong. Yeah. It's and it's funny because the narrative is it's okay to be different. Difference should be celebrated, yeah. except if it's between men and women. Then we should yeah. celebrate. Which is not but, to say there are not outliers. Oh, there are not definitely. incredibly effeminate men, right. and there are not more masculine women. That is, and I think yeah, I think also that's hard because. I'm assuming you were raised in a maybe somewhat at least healthy, hopeful, yeah, yeah. hopefully healthy household. Sure. Yeah. I also was raised in a very healthy household. And, you know, being a woman had nothing to do with what I was interested in. Because truly, it, I, I see that this is not the topic, but <laughs> I see the war against gender, if we want to call, call yeah. it that, as essentially the war against stereotypes, but also the re the reinforcement re of gender stereotypes. Because mm. as a girl, I was never raised to be, my mother wasn't girly. Yeah. Like I never had, she didn't like, except for maybe when I was younger, like dress me up in dresses, yeah. do nails, you know, like she only just recently, you know, as far as her life goes, like, started like doing the nail thing yeah, yeah, yeah um i grew up liking trains like thomas the tank engine was Love one thomas. of my favorite shows i had all the trains um <laughs> dinosaurs i was a heavy wow, dinosaur kid me too I, actually i had all the little figurines yes, and my brother and oh i would gosh. play dinosaurs land yeah. before time i had <laughs> land before time. all of it um I, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. dressed in dungarees and baseball yeah. caps and and I was I was and you know my my dad and I would bond over technology and racing it like a lot mm -hmm. of the games I had as a kid were was were racing games yeah that's not to say I didn't also have my my Barbie Rapunzel games sure you know what I mean it was very like yeah whatever you're interested in you're interested in however yeah. you want to dress is how you want to dress I tapped out of sports pretty quickly yeah. I, was doing, <laughs> I was doing baseball uh, uh, like t-ball and then like kind of little league like single right, a double right. a and the first year, my, my parents were like, hey, would you do you want to not? I was like, yes, please. No, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love I'm sports. <laughs> I was sports. Oh, really? Yeah. I did more sports than I did dancing, you know, and, and gymnastics. I granted I stopped sports, not because I wasn't interested. I just didn't. I felt like I didn't have the time. And like the schools that I went, went to weren't the best when gotcha. it came to like resources, mm. at least when it came to high school. So I yeah. was like, I'm not going to like literally shout out to Ivy Academia. Our mascot was called Poopy the Puma because oh my gosh. that's how we saw our sports teams. <laughs> so awesome. I just didn't engage. But yeah. um, 
that was a that was a wild digre- digression from from the topic, but yeah. um, I don't really remember what we were even talking. Oh, what were we on? Gender, uh, the difference in gender. I was saying the power of men. Yes. Oh, that was a reason. There's a reason. We why We were really women- far down the rabbit <laughs> hole. Wow. <laughs> there's a reason why um, women. I th- yeah. Just to kind of cap that, I there is so- there is something that is so like it just. My soul is gladdened by like the presence of men, um, especially when it comes to like music and them just like being the fullness of who they are, as well yeah. as women. I mean, I'm saying that because, I, you know, I'm a woman and I'm around women all the time. And so I'm just like, whenever I see guys like doing their thing, I'm like, go for it, yeah. sir. Go ahead. Um, yes. And there's also an. Uh, uh, there can be a fear. There can be oh, something very intimidating exactly, about exactly. that, which is so where we what, originally were. That's what were. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, and so there is an intimidating, there is an intimidating thing to men. Um, but did you catch the Woodstock '99 documentary that I came didn't. out a few months ago? I was interested in it. Really, I, I think a really it. good watch because it really shows the herd pack mm-hmm. what can happen when you have a bunch of boys yes. in a pack in a mob with loud music playing. It it was. It's wild. It was horrifying. It's, it was really, it's really scary. Yeah. Um, and women would live with that reality every day. Yeah. And, but what I noticed with the whole like believe all women, da 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 da, was it was kind of like me too with the caveat of, but not men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like me too, but not men too. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is why we now have the hashtag men too, um, which isn't obviously used as much as me yeah. too. Um, oh, that's funny. You just add a letter and it's men too. Right. That's really uh, Leave it to Twitter to come up tr- with a clever hashtag. Twitter is, <laughs> no offense, I've tried doing the Twitter thing, but it's just like a cesspool for drama. And For some reason, this might just be where I'm at in life right now. I'm so into it. I really, really like being on Twitter. I, I really like reading a thread. Right, Because right, you get right. someone makes a point yeah. and then you go down and yeah. it's like you see one side and the other side right, and then right, back and right. forth, back and forth, back and forth all the way down Yeah, I, into oblivion. See, genuinely, <laughs> I just go, I find everything on Instagram or like Twitter. There are ways, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, I think the whole the, the Me Too thing was very interesting. You know, if I'm uh, being objective, obviously subjectively, for anyone who might not know me, I see a lot of things and I have to like, I, I have to sometimes preface with, I know this sounds weird and I don't want to invalidate anyone's experience, but the way I describe things is very like, I'm not even a very scientific person, but it's very scientific. I go, this was very interesting to watch and objectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can sometimes, I know, come across as a little insensitive. And so, but it was yeah. very interesting to see it all happen because it also was kind of the, the manifestation of like, it takes one, you know, mm-hmm. like one person comes forward yeah. and then the next person comes forward. Yeah. And then everyone has the confidence to say, yeah. oh, because they did it, I can do it too, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, but also there are people again, kind of going back to the good person, bad person thing, who will take advantage of that? Yeah. Like Amber Heard. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's a love of truth. Yeah. It's a desire for truth. Yeah. And I think um, and you see a, di- there's a bit of a dichotomy between truth and empathy. Mm. You know, mm. a slang term for more left-leaning liberals is bleeding hearts, right? Ooh, it's like the, the 
and and then uh, you know Ben Shapiro's slogan is the truth doesn't care about your feelings, facts right? Don't care about your and feelings. so you've you've the fact yeah facts yeah. don't care about your feelings, and so you've got this like war between mm. b- both sides criticizing one another for you're too committed to truth, right. you're not empathetic enough. Yeah. Well, you you're you're, you're a bleeding heart, you're right. too empathetic, yeah. and it's like I want to find a place in the middle in the middle, and I think God has God such a heart. The God is the middle. Jesus was the middle. Mm-hmm being deeply empathetic Mm -hmm. um and still also like but here's here's the truth here's the line um i think jesus is i mean even the fact that he was crucified in the middle like he literally just was i mean he was a conjunction between those two even the two dispositions of the the criminals uh crucified on either side one being like take me with you and the other one yeah. being like oh what like yeah. you're, the, you're the same yeah um he was the conjunction between heaven and earth literally being 100 percent man and also yeah. having access to and being 100 yeah. percent god yeah. he was the middle between you know he was a man so he had culturally speaking you know power he had pull yeah but also was kind of a nobody like he wasn't it says like in terms of looks he wasn't standing out you know he was also you know he wasn't rich um he was he you know he was that middle ground um even the conjunction between what was right and wrong yeah obviously he was all right yeah um but by culture static talking talking to women talking to tax collectors talking to prostitutes um letting his disciples eat the grain on the sabbath yeah uh, you know, there are so many things where he was just like, he came to disrupt culture mm-hmm. and, and, and reinvent it, but did it in such a way that it was palatable to the objective observer. I'm sure a lot of people who are participating in yes. the culture at the time were like, who, who is this, who is this guy? What is it? Where does he get off? Take him away. <laughs> uh, hashtag the Pharisees. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah. Jesus is a perfect example of what it is to be the middle to, yeah. to know what is, is common and what is accepted and how to go against it in a way that is still honoring to God. Absolutely. And I was thinking about through scripture, there's a lot of really beautiful examples of um, women being believed, mm-hmm. people trusting in mm-hmm. women. Uh, Esther. Yeah. Huge example. Believe, was, they, uh, the king believed mm-hmm. the truth about Haman, mm-hmm. right? And she was like, I don't know if he's going to believe me. Yeah. I don't even think he questioned her. Not even for a second. Like, oh, you said he did that? Killed. Yeah. <laughs> um, women at the tomb. Yeah. First first testimony of mm-hmm. Jesus being resurrected. I brought this up with you on the phone. Um, the the idea of like Jesus's birth narrative starting with Mary's the, like Ma- the Mary's pregnancy uh, story, vir- virginity, yeah. And, yeah. and Joseph having to believe her mm-hmm. about um, her sexual history, yeah. basically. And I think that's a really important point to bring up because I remember you being like. Um, that was wild. And we were like, well, the only reason he believed her is because God literally was like, believe her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But he's a beautiful example. Again, this is internet culture, right? Internet, the internet culture has kind of bled into society and everything is extremes. There's not a lot of nuance in a lot of our conversations anymore. And there's not a lot of tact and there's not a lot of someone did you wrong. Here's how to handle this healthily. There's a lot of, Oh, he did you wrong or she did you wrong. Here's how to be like an absolute horrible person back. So so you can feel uh, vindicated. Um, But Joseph was a beautiful example, especially this is why historical context is important. People at the time, (laughs) When men, not only was it a patriarchal society, but it was like a man. It's a man's world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, He was like, 
he had every reason to believe that his wife <laughs> went out and slept with another guy. He really did. Yeah. Because when oh, has this ever happened before? When like, oh, ever- sure, Mary. Yeah. You're, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> You're pregnant by the spirit, whatever. Right. <laughs> but instead of being, instead of taking her to be stoned, you guys, I think people don't realize, especially non-Christians, like the weight and the gravity of what was happening in that situation. Yeah. First of all, Mary was like in her teens. They yeah. both were. Um, and she is magically pregnant. Mm-hmm. We know what happened, but let, for the sake of the story, magically pregnant and goes, it's God's baby. Yeah. <laughs> jo- Joseph had every right yeah. to be upset, to take it by, again, by society standards, to take her out, to be stoned, yep. to have public humiliation, do the mm-hmm. whole thing. Instead in the Bible, I can find the verse, but it literally says he wanted to divorce her quietly mm. yeah, and just not shame her. Not not do all of that stuff. He wanted to just make it. I mean, if we're going, we're not saying that Johnny Depp and Joseph are the same, but Absolutely. kind of the same narrative of like yeah. he had every reason to like raise hell, and he was like, actually, can we just not make this a public affair and not make this like a a thing? Yeah. Um, and and again, Joseph did not do that. And as he was as he was on his way to you know begin that that process. Um, an angel intervened and was like, no, actually she is telling the truth as crazy as it sounds. Yeah. And then we had the whole birth of Jesus. Um, even, even the, the fact that Jesus, Jesus's bloodline is what it is. Totally. The amount of chaos. <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up because I'm looking at Matthew one right now. And yeah. Matthew one starts with the genealogy of Christ mm-hmm. right before the birth narrative where it says the birth of Jesus Christ came about this way after his mother, Mary had been engaged to Joseph. It was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy spirit. So her husband, Joseph being now it's interesting. It says being a righteous man Mm. and not wanting, Oh, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly Mm -hmm. decided Mm -hmm. to divorce her secretly. Yeah. But after he'd considered these things, imagine Joseph considering those things. What must have been going through? That'd be a cool, like short film. I know. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Mm. She'll give birth to a son in your name of Jesus. He'll save the people from their sins. Um, I think it's also wild because at that time, sex was like, okay, you guys are married. So, I mean, I know it says they were engaged and then, but also says like wife. But in some sense, that could be like, if I was Joseph, I'd be like, you went and married another man. Mm while we were supposed to get married. Yeah. You left me at the altar, proverbially. Oh my gosh, the heartbreak. I've, the never, I've never even thought about it from that perspective. Heartbreak. Yeah. You cheated on me. But more so than that, you married <laughs> another guy. Yeah. Um and back then virginity was I mean it still is important. Yeah. Um but was really, really yeah. important. Um I think it's I think it's so. getting I think the importance of virginity is getting diminished today. Yeah. I, would I say. think it again it's a pendulum swing. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole purity culture thing really did a number on us women and I think it yeah. was well intentioned, really poorly executed. It's um, almost like we idolized virginity yeah. in the church. Yeah, we we did. Yeah. Not almost. We one hundred percent did. Um to the point where w- women just we like maybe guys too, just can't it's like if they slip, if they slip at all it's like yeah. i'm the worst human ever i'm filthy i'm this i'm yeah. that i'm this i'm like oh that's yeah. not the gospel narrative yeah you slip god forgives he doesn't remember yeah quote unquote you know yeah we idolize virginity too much and then we beat ourselves up too much if we yeah. do slip granted there is a difference between slipping getting caught up in the moment going back to that thing oh, we're yeah. talking about about yeah. like anger and stuff and making a conscious decision to engage in something you know it goes against your faith because obviously there are people who who don't believe that so that's different yeah but anyway 
I think what we see is that God specifically loves women who are vessels of truth. Yeah. Who are Ooh. bringing truth. Mm-hmm. It's not just believe all women. It's like God loves when women are. So first Timothy three eleven wives likewise should be worthy of respect, not slanderers, mm-hmm. self-controlled, faithful in everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big yikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So the one thing I want to talk about though, is I, I really don't love, and this is where I want to get into the, the way the culture has handled this versus the way the church could approach mm. and the, the, the trial of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I've seen a lot of stuff where Amber Heard has just been denigrated, I like real, like yeah. so, yeah. so unlovingly talked about and treated, mm-hmm. um, and referred to. You know, it's it's just been awful, yeah, and it, yeah. it breaks my heart because I think ultimately, while we, I think the trial has revealed pretty objectively. Some people would disagree with that, but yeah. pretty objectively, yeah. what the truth is. Yeah. Well, you can't deny the fact that I think Amber Heard really is like a broken person. Oh, and I don't, yeah. I don't mean that as like a like a sinful person. I, know, yeah, I, no, I mean it but, as a genuinely like like yeah. broken, like someone that we need to have, like that I think Jesus would have yes. empathy, sympathy, whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. for. And I don't think the culture, th- those oh, who no. have been pro Johnny Depp, have had much of that for Amber Heard. Well, I will say, yeah, that kind of goes to our black and white thing. If she's yeah. a villain, she's a villain. With no, there is no sympathy right. or empathy for her. Yeah. Um, and then just also, I, 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 well, a lot of people who were watching this were probably very young also because yeah. there was just, it was easy, easy access. Sure. Um, it would just come up in my TikTok, it, yeah, like on right. my For You page. And the, and the internet is run by a bunch of youngins. <laughs> <And it's funny. laughs> yeah. I am one of them. But like, <laughs> but there are a lot of teens, like, have you seen those TikToks really off topic really quickly that go... <laughs> Yeah, like the older generation on TikTok, like those born in the late 90s. I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> the late 90s. The late n- older generation. Please do not disrespect El- me like this. Elder millennials. <laughs> My walker is out right now. Uh, no, but I think because of internet culture and because of how bandwagony it can be and because yeah. of how young it can be and because of how aggressive the internet is, because it's a nameless, faceless person. You can make mm-hmm. these comments. And again, she's a celebrity that you know nothing about. You're not yeah. going to come in contact. So I can just call her this, that, and the yeah. other. Um, it, it has led to people just dehumanizing her, in all yeah. honesty, you know? And even even me, I mean, I haven't said anything wild. I think everything I've said is within within the bounds of... of, of is reasonable. Yeah. Um, but even just hearing myself or other people go she's crazy it's i mean she is she is crazy but also there is a reason for that i mean she has you know some personality disorders and if i'm not mistaken she's also not had the easiest upbringing either i think there might may or may not have been abuse in her past also yeah um so uh, that you know we we do we have to respect amber and we have to treat her as someone who can come back mm-hmm. um and can do good if she if she wants yeah um but that does also start amber if you're listening which i know you're not but if you are <laughs> could you imagine with i know with taking accountability and responsibility for your actions yeah. and acknowledging like you said the truth yeah. and deciding to move forward not beating yourself up about it i mean acknowledge that's the grace, it, that's the grace. Yeah, you have yeah. to it, the only way to move forward healthily is Acknowledge the grace from God and then have grace for yourself yeah. and then move forward. Um, and having grace for anyone who's listening does not mean 
not acknowledging your part that you play, totally. not acknowledging the sins that you may or may not have committed. Jesus doesn't pretend that our sin is Oh, there. no, he doesn't do that. He's just like, but you are more than that. Yeah. And you that's, know? oh, it's so beautiful. And something that I think our, our culture really struggles with yeah. is the acknowledgement and the grace. Yeah. Especially with those people that are really far on that spectrum, mm-hmm. like I talked about with like Hitler, and I think mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein is like a great example of yeah. that. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Ooh. people like that, where yeah. it's like, can we have grace for them? Should we have grace? Because yeah. I think our culture would say no. There yeah. is a, there's 1, a grace line. Yes, there's a line of grace yeah. that you can't. Some people are disqualified. Right, and that grace. is that is anti biblical, yeah. and anti God. Yeah. Um, not okay (laughs) i mean yeah it it is it's anti his narrative he it literally says that i can make my bed in the depths of hell and you will be there which means i had to do something to get there wow like i didn't just wake up in hell one day yeah yeah, yeah. either the world inflicted it upon me Mm -hmm. or i made some really poor choices yeah and you will still be there. You're talking about hell more as an, like a kind of experience or lifestyle right. rather than not, like not, not being like saved actually, or whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously God is omni- wait, omnipresent. I was yeah. going to say the other one, which is not <laughs> what I'm thinking about. So, yeah. so he could, you know, whatever. He can, yeah. he can be wherever he wants to be. Yeah. But, but the point of my, my statement is God never said there is anyone too far gone. Yeah. So we can't say that there is anyone ever too far gone. Yeah. He did not say these people should not serve penalties for their actions. Right. He did say Jesus took the ultimate sacrifice for our actions, which yep. is death, right? Like yeah. he he dealt with that part. He did not say we won't go to jail or go to prison yeah. or whatever if we commit a crime. <laughs> to take away the sin, it, it cheapens God's grace. Right. It's not, mm-hmm. it, it cheapens the cross. Yeah. Wow. You don't need it anymore. Right. If there's nothing that there, it's for, you need right. both. You need we both. We need both. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, if I looked Jeffrey Epstein in the face or Harvey Weinstein or, or Hitler in the face, I'd be like, come to my home. Let me make Uh, you some tea and we can (laughs) talk about the weather. Um, But I would be like, okay, because that's something I was saying on the phone is my heart is ever since I was younger. And maybe this is why, you know, the root of why I was interested in this case, maybe possibly. I have always had a heart for the people that the world hates. Yeah. I'm all I've been interested. I'm like pedophiles, murderers. Yeah. You know, awful, awful people. Yeah. My heart goes, okay, you got here somehow. What led you to this point? And how can we fix you and fix not just you individually, but you as a conglomerate? Like, we mm, name wow. like w- name an issue that has been solved by just shoving it to the side. Yeah. Or putting it in, in putting jail, it, putting it in a box. Or, yeah. Never. You know, we have all of these quote unquote awful people sitting in prison and we're just like, Oh, there's more of you popping up. Let's just throw you in prison yeah, too. And whack-a-mole then, with e- yeah, wha- evil whack-a-mole. <laughs> and now we're like, our oh, prisons are overrun with people. I mean, there's obviously because there's like other crimes that drug crimes, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, clearly, this isn't the solution because they keep popping up. And obviously I'm not saying that we'll find a magical psychological cure and then there'll be no pedophiles or no rapists or no murderers. Like that's not true, but we will have a way to bring them back to humanity as in literally within themselves. And then maybe after they serve their time, if it's not a life sentence to integrate into society in a way that is healthy, that is like whatever. And I think it's Germany. I should have looked this up before I came on here. 
but they, especially for people dealing with pedophilia, um, had an ad that was like, yo, do you struggle with this? Call this number. Wow. And guess what? Their crime rates dropped because the people who were suffering were going to get help. And I think that's what we need. I'm stop like, pretending it doesn't exist. Stop or that pretending it's, it doesn't exist. It's that exist. crazy outlier right. that is just a fluke kind Again, of a person. Going that, back yeah. to people think they can't be driven to that place. Yeah, yeah, that anybody isn't capable. I I just watched a video about some people. It was another podcast, and they were talking about the fact that there was a woman whose husband or boyfriend or something cheated on her, and she threw his mother's ashes in a river. She is now in jail or <laughs> she's wow. now been arrested. But again, that's one of those things where, okay, like what led you to that point? Yeah. But she probably is someone who at one point in, or, uh, uh, at one point or t- uh, another in her life would go, I would never do that. Yeah. But she just wasn't, like we said, in that place or position to do that. Yeah. I won't say that's applicable for the heinous crimes that I'm talking about. You totally. Um, but that is to say that there are better solutions yeah. Um, for the, for for those people in our society. I was in a premarital course with my mm. now wife, but before we got Yay. married, um, and we were at a table, and there was a discussion question. Uh, they wanted us to talk about, and this is very this is this is going to sound like a weird question, okay. but it's a very normal question for mm. like a premarital course. Is mm-hmm. how would you cheat on your partner? Ooh, like what would lead you to do that? Oh, yeah. And there was a person, there was a guy at our table that was like, I I could never see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, be real. I want to be romantic and and say the same thing. But like, you know, we're in the, we're literally in the honeymoon phase of our, of marriage, of dating, of being together right right now. But being real about the fact that it is a possibility and thinking through how you would do it in a safe space, not in like a fantasyful, fantasyful way. Right. Um, But thinking through that, that is a a real possibility. Being real about being honest. It is. Oh, it, people it is okay that we are people it is okay that we are again not impervious to the effects of evil and evil isn't this like big scare I think also yeah. there's like you know iconography when we say like demonic or when we say evil we think of like <laughs> like ghosts coming out from under your bed and but but evil can be small small vices yeah. um, that lead to bigger vices yeah. that can lead to yeah. I mean think of every drug addiction ever yeah. never starts as like a big thing yeah. it, it leads to I mean hello Johnny Depp that was yeah. his that was Amber's crew crew hello Amber's <laughs> like jerseys on <laughs> right, like team Amber yeah. <laughs> that was Amber's lawyer's uh, whole thing is like he was a drug addict and uh, so he obviously which is not that is not a congruent but yeah um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm trying to get it back. I going, going, going to, um, knowing that we're not impervious to things. And I, funny enough, have had some of those conversations recently where I'm like, oh, cheating on, cheating on a partner, not even like a husband, very easy. Yeah. And you know why? Not because there's a plethora of options because there we have, there are 7 billion people on this earth and, you know, for a guy, if he's straight, three billion of three billion options. For a woman, three billion options. Yeah. For someone who's bi, seven billion <laughs> options. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but <laughs> it's not for a lack of op. It's not. It's not yeah. the options that's the problem. It's the internal structure of your relationship. You know, from my understanding, unless someone just has a problem, which usually, again, is it, it's not just the fact that there are options. Like, there's usually a more deep-rooted reason why someone is cheating. 
-hmm. If you're not communicating, if you're emotionally unsatisfied, if you're sexually unsatisfied, if you are just dealing with stuff within yourself, you know, and you've changed and you're like, my partner has changed and I just, we aren't jiving like we used to jive. There are so many reasons why you could cheat on someone or why you would cheat on someone. Do we want that? Do you want to face that reality? No. Do we hope that we're in a relationship where we're always 100% com communicative, communicative yeah. with each other? I know. Hello, English. She's a linguistics <laughs> major but doesn't know how to speak English. It's rough. Um, you know, do we hope for the best? Yes. But if you're with someone for the next, how old are we? 70 years. Hmm. You think you're not once going to be going to be weak? Yeah. or feel vulnerable, yeah, yeah. oh no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. You have the choice, you have the choice. Cheating is a choice, it's not, oh, I just slipped and fell. Like, yeah. it's not one of those things. Like, if you're feeling insecure in that moment, you can either handle it with your husband or yeah. wife for, you know, or you can make the decision to give into that moment. And yeah. that's, it's a very human, giving in is a very human experience. experience. Yeah. Um, something none of us are, Something, something everyone, everyone is susceptible to, but yeah. you know, still doesn't mean it's right at all. No, should yeah. never. But I think being able to own up to the fact that, yeah, like given the unfortunate right circumstances, like it is possible. Yeah, this has been a great conversation. I'm trying yeah. to think if there's anything else I want to hit. Oh, Do you have any other okay. like thoughts or questions or? I guess I was I, like, wh what? <clears throat> how should we be talking about these kind when this kind of thing happens? Like as the church, like. How do we talk about it? How do we like what kind of language should we use in talking about like Amber mm. Heard? Like I I want to I want us to be speaking with kindness. Yeah. Even to about celebrities that don't feel like yes. real people. Yes, because you know? they are real people. Yeah. Um, this is a real story. These were real events. This yeah. isn't just And that was another thing. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to yeah. bring up. It, you can tell how the world views male domestic abuse by the way the internet has handled it. Look yeah. how many memes there are. Look how many, yeah. you know, look how openly, like no one's, no one's out here making jokes about Weinstein mm. or Epstein mm. or, I mean, they're making jokes about Hitler, but that's probably because it, yep. whatever. Um, <laughs> like no one does that. Yeah. If, if the, if Johnny had really done all the things that, that she said yeah. he did. Ooh, no, 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 mm. no. We would not be talking. It would be, no, no, no. Uh, it would be, it would be a bloodbath, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so I think culture just really needs to acknowledge, like, I mean, I think the ultimate question is, should we believe everyone who comes forth with a, with an accusation? No. That literally goes against the innocent until proven guilty thing. There's a reason we have that in place. Right. And I, something I mentioned to you on the phone is, um, that's a very, it, it, culture has a tendency to be, to not be, I guess, congruent with its own kind of beliefs. Mm -hmm. So it's believe, believe every woman that comes forward right but if you fast or not fast forward if you rewind time back to when like slavery was prevalent yeah and you said believe all women uh i'm sure a lot of black people would come forward and go oh no mm. there were a lot of falsely accused men in that wow. time yeah if we can go back to the bible joseph mm -hmm. did not even touch that woman yeah did barely looked at that woman yeah and then was thrown in jail for rape. You're talking about a different Joseph now. You're talking, talking about, about oh, sorry. This is different. <laughs> this is Joseph with the fly coat. Yeah. This is not Technicolor Joseph. Dream coat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is not Joseph who is Jesus's stepdad. Yes. Um, yeah. 
and so and so no we can't believe every accusation that comes forward we should heavily heavily consider every accusation that comes forward that's good yeah and it shouldn't be believe a woman it should be believe all victims yeah but like given that they are Yikes, victims. But but then, like, how do we know? How do like, we know while well, we evaluate the evidence? And it's really hard. Yeah. Because there are a lot, like I said, like we talked about on the phone, there are a lot of women who bring forth accusations against men who aren't as powerful as Johnny Depp and who yeah. don't have any proof. Yeah. I told you about that. Um, there was a case where this woman and this guy they were having they were not having a good time, um, and she was unhappy uh, with something that was going on, and so she. Uh, wanted to uh, accuse him of beating her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he did not do that. Uh, the only reason we know that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, is because on her way to the police station, in the elevator, there is footage of her hitting herself and inflicting bruises yeah. on herself so that when she shows up at the police station, she could say that her, who uh, this guy yeah. beat her. If we did not have that evidence, that yeah. guy would probably be sitting in jail. Wow. So even, you know, and we, we also, we go, we kind of go, oh, the justice system's corrupt. It's always been corrupt. Yeah. Okay, give the justice system some grace a little bit, especially back in the day, because if, take the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, right? Yeah. The only reason we can say unanimously, like, yeah, Amber kind of dropped the ball on this one, whatever you want to say, yeah. is because we have, we have technology. Mm-hmm. We have proof. Mm-hmm. If Amber came forward and said that in the, well, she might not have been believed, which is one problem. Yeah. But say say it was a time in history where women could be believed. Oh, Johnny would be in jail. Yeah. Maybe even killed. Like yeah. he, there, he would have no chance. Yeah. At all. Even with the the finger. Yeah. You know? it, and you know, goes to witch trials too. Like people don't. We didn't have proof, and so we just had to go with what we could find, yeah. which back then was very, you know, antique, <laughs> very, yeah, very yeah, yeah. old. Um. But now we do have the proof and the evidence. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes we don't. Sometimes I mean, we don't. And yeah. I think that's where people, their hearts break for women who are in yes, situations yeah. where there is, where they There's, are being abused yeah. and there is There's absolutely no, no proof. Yeah. And that's, that was another narrative that I saw that I was like, yeah, that's a really woman being like, as someone who was abused, this is offen- like, this is offensive. This is like not doing any justice because there are women who go through super traumatic experiences like amber went through but no like amber coming forward and and telling uh, just in my opinion yeah all these lies yeah makes it's going to make it harder for us to believe a woman who doesn't have all the proof and who just has to come forward like she's even though she's like i'm doing this for women who've been abused no you might think that's what you're doing yeah i think we have to acknowledge as a culture that people can be vindictive and we go yeah. uh, i hear a lot of people go oh well that would never ha-. like who would lie about that right people with an agenda yeah like it's very easy there are much smaller things that people lie about and you can ask the same question and at the same time it is like you have to hold the fact that people can lie with the fact that sometimes there's just not enough evidence and that's a uh, what do you do what do you do it's, it's hard it's you hard. just you apply as much um objectivity as you can to the case i think it's very hard especially for me i'm a very empathetic or a very sympathetic person yeah i am a cry if someone else is crying i probably will start crying Mm. um and so i have to remind myself there are two sides to every story yeah and what is it there's three sides his side her side and the truth truth, whatever did you see the last duel 
that medieval times movie. I, was it good? It literally, the premise of it is his side, her side, and the truth. Yeah. It's really interesting. In, in medieval times. Right, right, right. Fun. And so I think we, we do have to, as much as we can, you know, and also do like a character thing like Mm -hmm. look at the look at the track record of the guy being accused or the woman being accused like does she have a history of doing this does she have a history of lying does Mm -hmm. she have a history of all of these things that or being even just being like aggressive yeah or you know being petty among her friends Mm -hmm. does he have a history of being aggressive does he have an and so when you take if there's a lack of evidence taking all of those things into account and being like and does the story make sense? Yeah. Does it line up? Are they being There's consistent with There's like a basic logic stories? to it, yeah. Yeah, which even in that is interesting because our memories are not are not so great. Like if you tell, if you experience something um, now and then 10 years down the line try to tell the same story, the, some of the facts will be a little different just because that's how totally. our memories work. So, Do you think they'll make hard. a movie about this? I hope they don't. <laughs> I hope they do not. Uh, Starring Johnny, st- Johnny Depp oh, a- no. as Amber Heard. St- <laughs> He's got the hair for it. That man has some luscious locks. I was like, at fifty oh. something, almost sixty, you have an amazing hairline. Like as soon as um as soon as the verdict came out, my I was in a friend group that was chatting about it, and I said, yeah. "Oh, good, we could finally get the twelfth Pirates movie right. now." <laughs> Genuinely, what everyone's been asking for. Except he said he's not going back. I hope they don't make any other pirates because seeing no, someone no, as no. Jack Sparrow other than Johnny Depp will just be no, a, no, no, like no, an no, actual crime. <laughs> Goodness gracious. No, Ronnie, thank you. Yes. This has been fun. Thank I, you. I think, listeners, you'll get to hear Ronnie again in the future. we got a couple more yes. episodes cooking a little bit. Um, we're super grateful. You take thank the time. Thank you. This was, this was really fun. Thank you for having me.